you're longing for real life change and lasting impact, here at More To Be, we believe that is possible through a fresh encounter with God and His Word. I'm Angela Sackett. And I'm Lisa Pulliam. And together, we want to help you think biblically and live transformed to be more like Jesus as you seek to join God in His work every day. So in today's episode, Angela, you want to introduce what our topic is going to be? Yes. Today we're going to talk about being hospitable. And I, as you know, I write a blog called Everyday Welcome, where I encourage women to open their hearts and open their homes to experience and to pour out God's love. And so um, this one's close to my heart. I'm going to just share a funny story. We uh, open up our home every year at Christmas time in different ways. Uh, Recently, we just had some uh, this year we had some families over to do some gingerbread decorating and uh, got an idea from an, an old friend to do a cookie decorating party. So it's just a drop in. And I sent my kids around the neighborhood to um, hand out invitations just to say, come from six to nine and um, decorate cookies. And sure enough, they came back and they had left invitations and mailboxes for people we do not know. So, <laughs> oh no, okay, maybe literally, as the Bible says, entertaining strangers this uh, this this year. Um, but then, secondly, um, I, just the way that the Lord provides is so good. We budget is really tight this time of year with having kids of lots of kids coming home for Christmas, and um, we were kind of getting creative with what are we going to serve and what are we going to have. We have no idea how many people will show up. And uh, last night we hosted a swim team. Uh, Two of our kids are on the school swim team. And we had about 40-ish kids in our home. And we said, bring a snack if you want. Well, despite our urging them to take snacks with them, I have stacks and stacks of snacks that I'm now going to put out for Saturday night. So funny little face when we're brave enough, I guess God provides and says, here, I gotcha. (laughs) That is awesome. So we're going to look at, in today's episode, more. We're going to tell lots of stories of how you and I have kind of learned how to be hospitable. Both, I would say, it's in your gifting, and I would say it's not in my gifting, but we're going to just that. jump into different stories and anecdotes and lessons that we've learned on this journey of hospitality. Awesome. So when we talk about this hospitality thing, we know that it's not just something like of our own like thing it's not it's not just like we're trying to be Martha Stewart (laughs) (laughs) even though we may feel like we're trying to be Martha in the Bible uh, God calls us to hospitality it isn't it's his idea and so I thought it would just be good for us to read some of these passages of scripture as we do in every episode about hospitality so what are the ones that the Lord has given you to share I think one of the first passages that really jumps out to me is um, in the book of Titus, um, when God is talking about leaders in the church, Titus 1, um, starting at verse 7, he says, The overseer must be above reproach as God's steward, not self-willed, not quick-tempered, not addicted to wine, not pugnacious, not fond of sordid gain, but hospitable, loving what is good, sensible, just, devout, self-controlled, holding fast to the faithful word, which is in accordance with the teaching, so that he'll be able to exhort in sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict. Um, Pretty powerful that hospitality, welcoming others is listed right up there with being faithful to the word, not being drunk. Like God calls that important. That's interesting. I don't think I've ever thought about that before because that passage didn't come to mind. The passage that came to my mind when I was thinking about hospitable is where um, it's just 
plainly put in Romans 12. I'm going to start with uh, verse 9, and it's actually described in uh, verse 12. So don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Mm. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Actually, so Mm -hmm. that's verse 13 that says that. Always be eager to practice hospitality. I think it's so interesting, you know, as a writer, I look at sentence structure and I think, well, why is that sentence placed there versus why did he start with always be eager to practice hospitality? Mm -hmm. And I can't help but think that with verse nine, don't just pretend to love others, really love them, that this is a bookend. Love and hospitality go hand in hand. So Mm -hmm. what you're doing is an expression of, of serving others to demonstrate the love of God. And oh, by the way, that's going to be hard because you're going to have to hold tightly to what is good, love each other with genuine affection, take delight, honor, not be lazy, work hard, serve the Lord, rejoice, uh, rejoice in confident hope and be patient in trouble and keep on praying. All these things are happening in this sandwich of love to hospitality. You know, and it's interesting. It does two things. One, it puts in some ways a greater burden on us because we're not just about making pretty things, making yummy food. Um, but we have to actually really love the person that we're inviting in or that we're maybe maybe we're experiencing their hospitality. I think it, we give hospitality when we also accept it. Yeah. Um, but also it relieves us from a big burden because he's saying here, look, that's not the end goal is not to have a pretty house, a perfect house. The end mm-hmm. goal is not to be the best chef. The end goal is to love. Right. So it, it, it gives us a burden in some ways. Hey, look, you better be real about this. But then in other ways, it releases us from that burden of perfection, which if we're honest, none of us is ever going to meet up to anyway. Right. Right. It's interesting. My church does this huge service project um, and the women's ministry is runs a portion of this huge service project. Each of the Bible study groups, and there's probably six to 800 women involved in this three days of Bible study is assigned a project in which they either have to create something, donate money towards something that they end up going to shop, um, uh, do something with their hands, like that they, an actual service work. And so they, they really do this project well in that they surprise each group with what they have been assigned with. And these elves show up dressed up. They're the women's ministry leaders and they assign your group. And so we get the paper for our group Oh, by the way, we had an opportunity weeks prior to indicate our gifts and our talents and how we'd want to serve. And so, mind you, only one gal wrote down baking out of our group of 15. So we get this envelope. I open it up and I start reading. And it says, you you have been given the opportunity to bake 400 cookies for this particular foundation's toy drive. And the whole room... 16 of us went, ah, no, like, I don't want to bake 400 cookies. Like, we were totally overwhelmed. We were the most unholy, ungodly, complaining, (laughs) Israelite women you could have ever met. Privileged women, all with homes and ovens, who all were like, 
you've asked me to do the worst thing in the world. And, and, and God really has worked through us in the, the process of hospitality, serving those in need, does not mean you get to do what you want to do. You get to participate in the work God has given yeah. you the ability to do, even if you don't like to do it. And so we, we talked about it, and a part of it was, well, 400 cookies was really only about two dozen for each of us. A whole lot less overwhelming when you think, I need to show up with two dozen, rather than yeah. all of us heard 400 and just imagined how many cookies was that. And it was really neat. We just did the assembly of the, of the cookie trays to see all the unique type of cookies that showed up, chocolate chip it. cookies of every denomination, you know, like of every, of every different kind. Um, and then this one gal, she's like, I don't bake, but I'm really good at chocolate. And she did these, um, chocolate molds with these, uh, Christmas trees on pretzel rods that were absolutely beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. When you looked at those trays, there was love, like all over these trays was evidence of love. And the neat thing was it was too overflowing. We had more cookies than could fit on the trays. Cool. So then we're trying to figure out how to package these up so that the people who are running this event could refill the cookies. It was it it will last in my mind forever as a very clear reminder that hospitality isn't just your home decor. It isn't just the invitation to come into your home. It isn't just yeah. uh, doing what you feel gifted to do. It is being willing to meet a need for somebody else with an attitude of Christ's love. Yes. And boy, does that make all the difference. The, it's funny. The other passage that we wanted to kind of touch on today is first uh, Peter four. Um, and I'll read verses eight to 10. It says above all, keep fervent in your love for one another because love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaint, <laughs> without complaint. Haha. As each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. And it really, it touches on both sides of the story that you shared. Mm -hmm. Do it, be hospitable, serve, and also use your gifts. Yeah. Um, I think about, uh, there's, I might've mentioned this before. There was a time in our lives. My husband was a pastor for young adults and we, uh, would have, I think I said it earlier, actually, we would have house full of kids every Sunday night for, um, praise and worship and Bible study. And at the time I was a mom with four little ones, um, nursing baby, you know, just sometimes feeling like I was barely holding it together. Didn't get a shower every day. Um, but I would have these kids over and a lot of times it was, you know, take the baby and I'll try to make us some tea. Yeah. Uh, but what is so cool to me is I, I know that any ministry that I did at that time was, it was purely driven by the power of the Holy spirit. Cause I did not have it in me, the energy at that time. Mm. Um, and yet I've had young women come back to me now who are mamas who will say that thing that you did with disciplining your child, I use that today. Mm. Mm. And it wasn't anything I thought I was doing out of my giftings or my strengths or pretty things or having it all together, it was literally just, I'm going to show up and I'm going to love you. And I, there were nights when my husband would take the kids and put them to bed and I would be sitting on the floor in my kitchen, um, with three or four girls, just pouring out mm. our hearts, sharing what God was doing or what, you know, praying for each other. Um, and some of those girls now I will call them when I need someone to pray for me. 
So it's that beautiful picture of show up, give love, serve, Mm -hmm. and also use your gifts. Mm -hmm. Um, that That's God good. turns around and, and uses, multiplies, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, I'm going to lead on that to the last passage that we have, Angela, because that's so good. It's such a good, simple illustration of hospitality that breaks the mold. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think Hebrews 13 breaks a mold too, in terms of modern day hospitality, uh, starting with, uh, verse one on chapter 13, Hebrews, keep on loving each other as brothers and sisters Don't forget to show hospitality to strangers, for some have done this, have entertained angels without realizing it. Remember those in prison as if you were there yourself. Remember those being mistreated as if you felt their pain in your own bodies. And so, boy, I don't think we would ever say prison ministry is hospitality or Mm -hmm. that um, going to serve somebody in need or bringing a stranger into our home is necessarily all hospitality, but it is, it is saying, here's a need that need, that needs to be met. And here's the resources that God has given me. And I'm going to step into that with a willing heart. And sometimes I think we have to look for it. And sometimes we just need to be sensitive to the things that prick our heart, even if they have nothing to do with our story. Yes. Yeah. I think I'm going to have a story about that in the future based on something the Lord is doing in me presently, but I'm going to hold off on that one because we are out of time. Uh, So uh, why don't we wrap up here with a challenge question? Let's each pitch one for us. What's a challenge question that you would have for our women that are listening? I would immediately say, in what way is God calling you to be bold, to be brave, to be hospitable outside your comfort zone, Um, but also be imperfect? Mm, that's good. That's good. And, and I would say, adding on that, where is God presently already urging you and yeah. providing an opportunity for you to be hospitable where you find yourself complaining? Um, as we go away today, as we finish out this part, um, is there something maybe that God is calling you an area of your life where he's calling you to be brave? Um, to go beyond your comfort zone and to be hospitable. So just kind of simmer on that as we sign off today. That's awesome. So how about I'll close us up with prayer and then we'll, um, we'll wrap up today. Awesome. Lord God, I thank you so much for this opportunity to talk about this calling that you have given us to be hospitable and to meet the needs of others as an act of love and an opportunity to glorify you. God, it's just really hard sometimes to receive the opportunities that you give us when they feel very unglamorous or even just hard, God. It's just hard to sometimes open your home when you don't feel like you have the um, emotional reserves to even do so. God, it's hard when we are lacking in the financial resources to be able to serve the way we want to. Uh, But Lord, you're you're not about the size of the space or the budget Mm -hmm. or the accolades that will come our way. You are about your people meeting the needs in a simple but God-honoring way. And so I pray that you would move us in that direction and that we would give you all the glory for what you accomplish in us and through us for your kingdom purposes. We pray this in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the More to Be podcast. We're praying you've experienced a fresh encounter with God and His Word during our time together today. 
Be sure to visit moretobe.com slash podcast for show notes and free downloadable resources. May you continue to think biblically and live transformed to be more like Jesus as you seek to join God in his work every day.